This is the Off Kilter Podcast. It is about breaking rules, listening to your ovaries, and coloring outside of the lines. Each week, we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality, feel powerfully graceful, and deeply connected to your body, all while navigating life. I am your teacher, Amy Kate Burr. Welcome to episode six, The Brave Space. Today's episode is on the brave space. The brave space is the space between the diet and becoming a mindful, confident eater. Imagine having a peaceful, easy relationship with food. Most women don't have this, but so many women crave this. Eat in a way that best suits your needs. Sounds easy enough, yeah? Unfortunately, it isn't easy. We have been directed towards diets for decades. We have followed diets, models, systems, rules, guidelines for so long that we've birthed a disconnection to our body. We have eroded the trust between our mind and our body. Diets and the diet culture, they steal our joy. They steal our spark and they can steal our life. So in our time together today, we will investigate and explore the brave space. So what it is and how to start to move into it. We'll look at what is intuitive mindful eating, how to trust our body's cues and to nourish ourselves fully. We'll explore what hunger and fullness is and how we feel it and feed it. And then we'll dive in to look at how we develop a more compassionate attitude towards our body and our food habits. What this episode is not, this is not a diet. This is a curious exploration in how we relate to our food and our body. You will not find the secret, any dieting tips, nutritional advice, or meal plans during this podcast, but instead You will be presented with tools needed to cultivate more presence in your body to recognize how to nourish it. Remember, you are the only person who lives in your body. Therefore, you and only you know what you need to feel whole, connected, healthy, balanced, and full. So let's do this. This is one of my big passion areas, and I have a deep love for this area. And this area was, uh, this love for this area was birthed in 2006 when my sister suffered an eating disorder and I became very interested in the mind-body connection. And I decided I would become a dietitian and specialize in eating disorders. I studied a Bachelor of Exercise Science and Nutrition and my research major was in eating disorders and the eating disorder continuum. And then I went and did my master's in dietetics. And when I graduated, I found teachers and mentors within the eating disorder space that I could learn from. And I worked in this space for a couple of years. I then shifted into uh, a bit of a different lens within the eating disorder world. And it came from more a body positivity space, a prevention space. And I work for a foundation called the Butterfly Foundation. And 
they do workshops and presentations with schools around body image and self-esteem and how to connect powerfully to our body and what impacts our body image and self-esteem. And I was a presenter uh, for the Butterfly Foundation for a couple of years. I then moved into using my exercise science background, so my role as a trainer and then my role as a dietitian, and I merged the two. And I started to teach women to connect with their body. So now I teach women to feel powerfully graceful, connected and secure through three pillars, movement, nourishment and love. So welcome to what I call the brave space. The brave space is about exploration, learning, rumbling, and birthing a way of eating that supports your body's needs, wants, and desires. The brave space is where you boldly make the choice to disconnect from the diet culture so you can powerfully connect with your body. It's scary to walk into this space, which is why I called it the brave space. It's scary to drop the rules, the diets, the models, to challenge your thoughts and feelings about food, the body, weight, shape, and size. It's scary to walk into your food story and to rumble with it and to try and change it. It's scary that if you just allow that your body will find a set point and it will flourish. It's mostly scary because the brave space has an unknown outcome and an unknown length of time. But I invite you to do this together. So let's walk into the brave space. When people find out what I do and they found uh, they find out that I was a dietitian, the first question I get asked is, What should I eat? And um, it's like they expect that I have the secret. I have the answer. Uh, But the secret and the answer is within, within your own body. And today's podcast is about helping you self-lead in this area. Because there is no secret, there is no answer, there is exploration, there is learning, there is connection, Uh, and sometimes it's hard to do it alone. And so my work has always been around nutrition leadership. I'm here to help you to learn how to self-lead and understand your body. I'm not here to tell you what to eat. So a lot of the work that I do is in this space of mindful, intuitive eating. And mindful, intuitive eating was really birthed from mindfulness. So John Kabat-Zinn defined the word mindfulness as paying attention in a particular way on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. And mindful and intuitive eating were birthed from this place, from this mindfulness practice. It's about... Uh, Paying attention in in a particular way on purpose in the present moment while you're eating and not being judgmental. So it's really about your relationship with food uh, than it is about the food itself. 
So our bodies are dynamic organisms, constantly changing and evolving, and we are complex beings with needs and wants and desires, and our relationship with food and our body, it has a story. It has an origin and a history that needs to be heard and unpacked and explored. And mindful, intuitive eating is what helps us unpack this stuff, creating awareness uh, and exploring and learning, helps us unpack our story, our origin, our history. We can't work to heal our relationship with food if we are focusing on actively trying to change our body composition. Dieting asks us to override our body signals and with time this erodes trust so of both you of your body and your body of you and it makes thing it makes uh, feeling things like hunger and fullness and satisfaction and satiation and connection very difficult so for so long if you've been following systems and models and diets uh these have eroded trust and there is a disconnection between the mind and the body. So to grow a natural and abundant relationship with food, we need to pay attention and we need to cultivate awareness. And this is where intuitive, mindful eating really helps us pay attention and cultivate awareness around our body, our food and our relationship with food. So we need to learn how to listen to our bodies. And intuitive eating integrates the mind and the body in this process. So in order to establish a new relationship with food or a positive relationship with food, we need to connect and integrate the mind. So this includes our thoughts, our feelings, our stories we tell ourselves about food, our emotions, our lived experience, whether we've had an eating disorder or disordered eating, our dieting history, our food rules that we have in our mind. So by integrating both the mind and the body, we are better equipped to listen and respond to our body's needs with compassion. And this is what intuitive mindful eating is. So how do we start to cultivate a natural relationship with food, to trust our body's cues and to nourish ourselves? Let me tell you, it can be bloody hard work especially if you've been disconnected from your body for a long time. But we do it uh, with what I call explore, feel it, feed it. So I start by inviting women to drop the diet, the rules, the models, and the systems, and go within. And when I say go within, I talk about going within the body, So we get curious, we ask questions, we listen, and we aren't judgmental. This starts with an exploration process, Uh, and it is a journaling process, and this isn't about recording numbers and portions. This is a journal uh, that is used as a tool for you to learn more about your body, your eating habits, your emotions, your relationship with food, what's actually going on at a somatic level. And we fill the journal with questions like, what does your body need? Why are you eating a certain food? Is it emotional? Is it from fear? Is it about weight? How does the food make you feel emotionally and uh, physically? What are the beliefs you hold around food and weight and shape and size? 
So this first uh, part is explore it. And it's an exploration practice where we're using a journal as a tool to help us connect more powerfully to our body, to help us challenge uh, and understand the beliefs that we hold around food, to understand what's actually happening uh, physiologically with our body and food. Um, How's the food impact us, our energy energy levels? Um, Do we experience any symptoms? The second is feel it. So this is exploring what hunger and fullness is. So how we feel it and then how we feed it. A lot of women struggle with their ability to understand and respond appropriately to their own natural body signals. So I help them self-lead in this space by exploring the role of food and by exploring hunger, fullness and satiety as three distinct separate processes. So working with hunger and fullness cues means working with your body and Diets in the diet culture uh, are set up to often work against your body and block those natural cues and natural rhythms. So within the feel it space, I give them strategies to help them learn how to feel it and then to feed it. So how to feel that hunger and then how to feed that hunger so they feel satiated. So maybe you haven't felt hunger in years and you feel awkward and uncomfortable listening to your body. So you might start with some simple somatic mindfulness work. And I do a three breath practice uh, before a meal. So it's sitting there and taking three breaths to connect to your body before you eat the meal. And so you're just working on feeling different sensations in your body And we focus on the five senses when we're eating a meal. So it's not just about the taste. It's about the smell. It's about what you hear. uh, It's about what you feel. And so we're strengthening this uh, somatic mindfulness uh, connection between the mind and the body. Or maybe you are familiar with what hunger feels like in your body, but you have been overriding those sensations out of fear of what might happen if you actually honor that hunger, if you actually eat regularly. Uh, And if that really resonates with you, this is where journaling around your hunger and your fears about hunger uh, can be really uh, impactful. Uh, And so we would just explore um, when you are hungry, uh, what's the fear around the hunger? What would happen if you honored the hunger? Um, How the hunger makes you feel? Or perhaps that you're so used to focusing on calories and macros and you're following strict rules and guidelines that you haven't thought about eating accordingly to that hunger in a while. So what we do here is that we shift from tracking the food uh, to really tracking the hunger and the fullness. And there is a great scale that is used in mindful and intuitive eating. And I'll pop it in the show notes. Uh, And it's just a hunger scale to help someone who's not connected to their hunger and fullness 
I use cues to help them when they uh, might need to eat and then when they might be full. So in this feel it space, when I start working with uh, women, we start with what I call the fun three. So feel, food frequency, and function. So feel, what am I feeling? What sensations are coming up? Uh, am I physically hungry? Is there emotion that's coming up? Is there a thought and a feeling that is birthing um, a physical response in my body? So first I need to feel it. What's actually going on? And then to support learning about this hunger and fullness, we look at food frequency. So most women don't eat enough, often enough. Uh, and this is actually really stressful on our body and it increases our stress hormone and it makes our hormones unhappy and it impacts our energy. Uh, and so we focus on food frequency. Uh, eating often enough, uh, so we're balancing our blood sugar. We don't get into this state of frenzy around food. And then function. So what's the function the food or the meal is serving? Uh, and it could be a physical function, so to support training, to support my hormonal health, to support my, um, my mind so I can show up to work and contribute and do great work or it could serve as a different function and that function could just be about joy and love and connection and often what happens is that with diets and the diet culture we we focus so much on the function being uh, it's going to give you a physical result or it's for fuel and we miss this other part of the function, which is food is about love and connection and joy. Uh, and so when we focus on the fun three and we look at function, what other function is it serving? Is it powerfully connecting me to my environment, to the people around me? Does it bring me joy? And then the third one is feed it. So we have... The first one is explore, which is our exploration practice. The second one is now we need to feel it. So once we've explored, now we're going to feel this hunger and fullness. Once we feel it, we need to know how to feed it. And so the third one is feed it. And this is about stopping the restriction and stopping that feeling of um, being out of control with food, that frenzy feeling. So how do we nourish our body? Awareness and abundance. <laughs> and this is the answer that I often give when someone asks me, so what do I eat? <laughs> and I will say, you nourish your body with awareness and abundance. And there are so many diets and there's a hell of a lot of science out there. And I could give you some science, which can be important and cool to know. And it does have its place and it can be really powerful, but Really, we just need to start with some basics. And what's the role of food? Food is a tool to downregulate our nervous system. So it helps uh, with our stress and it assists with the creation of energy on a cellular level. 
and it supports our metabolism. But it also is about joy, connection, and love. So when looking at your relationship with food, uh, practices that are from fear and scarcity, and what I mean by that is if you're coming from a place of fear, you're focusing on the weight, shape, or size, the number, the outcome, the weight loss. And scarcity is about reducing resources or taking away, eliminating, um, not eating certain foods because they're bad. And what happens is if that, uh, if you're coming from this place of fear and scarcity, that actually can inflame hormonal and emotional problems. Restrictive eating, excessive exercise, judgment, comparison, and this obsession with weight and food can cause metabolic damage. It can cause hormonal imbalances. And it actually is this chronic underlying stressor so when food is connected to guilt and judgment or anxiety about like I shouldn't be eating this or this is bad a physiological stress response is actually activated and it triggers this fight or flight reaction and it raises our cortisol so we need to come from this place of abundance we need to focus on adding in not taking away what do I need to add in to balance my blood sugar, to fuel my training, to help me navigate life, to bring joy and connection into the meal. We need adequate food. A lot of women don't eat enough food often enough. So this food frequency and balanced meals is really one of the simplest ways that we can regulate our blood sugar and consequently our stress. And this really helps prevent this frenzy we have around food. So our meals are balanced, uh, food frequency is important, and we focus on adding in, not taking away. So in order to cultivate, change, develop more compassionate attitude towards our body and our food habits, we need to listen and to deeply understand ourselves, our body, our energies, our stories, And we need to have the patience and endurance to allow and receive this information. From here, we can then set goals and develop habits and we can create change. But first, we need to listen. We need to block out that background noise, that the diet industries, other people's opinions, the research, all the right ways, all the external inputs. And we need to go within. We need to listen to what our body is telling us and we need to continue to question and be curious until we understand it. When we have this deep understanding, we understand what our body needs, what what it wants, what it desires. Uh, We know what combination and blend makes us feel vital and connected and secure. In order to do this, we need patience. So we are in it for the long way home. We need to have the discipline to keep showing up and keep learning and keep exploring that there is no secret. There's no one way. There's no right way. The journey is more important than the outcome and it really takes time. We need to get curious about our why. So it's not about the what and the how. It's about understanding your why. What if it isn't about what you eat, but why you eat a certain food? 
yeah, the what and the how are important, but it's the intent and context that is the most important. It's your why that matters most. When you know your why, the intent shifts and it shifts to that of love and abundance, to connection and commitment, and it removes this chronic underlying stressor. And you can powerfully connect with your body and you can self-lead and you're more confident uh, in the food choices that you're making. Uh, And you develop uh, a love for food and your relationship with food strengthens. So there is science and then there is experience. There are many ways, but one way will be right for you. And each discovery will contribute to your knowledge. This is where you start. This is how you step into the brave space. So I'm creating something really cool, which will be birthed at the start of September, the Brave Space Nutrition Leadership Program. So this will uh, be a program about uh, me helping you to self-lead and to understand the right way and the right combination uh, that will make you feel connected, uh, full, vibrant, healthy, and balanced. So watch my social media and website for details. You can also sign up to my daily blog. So I write a lot about this stuff and my subscribers are the first to know about uh, new births, workshops, programs, and all the fun stuff that I'm up to. If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at amykatebow. I also write a daily blog. You can sign up on my website, amykatebow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember, take the long way home. Bye for now.